Well, hello everyone. In the car, you can tell because you can hear my hear my turning signal. Hear that? Some fancy stuff right there. Um, so yeah, I'm. Uh, I, it's, I gotta talk out this thing that I'm going through right now, which uh, it's a couple couple of couple issues facing me currently. So last weekend, my daughter uh, was t- uh, was taken to and dropped off at her college of choice, about two hours north of here, Utah State University, uh, which, by the way, has a very famous graphic arts and commercial art program there. Uh, my daughter is not going into that. She wants to become a... She's in photography and taking classes to become a photography teacher. Um, but also she wants to sort of build up her own for, uh, photo business. So anyway, those are her goals. Uh, I didn't take her up because I had to work. Uh, Kim and my, and my aunt, or my aunt, Taylor's aunt. So Kim and her sister, Sarah, uh, drove her up there with all her stuff and moved her in into her third level dorm, which kind of sucks because they had to carry everything up three flights everywhere they went. Um, and you know, I don't know. I, I struggle with this. Not, I didn't struggle with her going so much or her moving out or any of this sort of like, oh my gosh, she's an adult now kind of. She's 18. I guess she's legally an adult. Why is that truck driving that way? Dude, you are stupid. I get around. Why are trucks, people who drive trucks, what is wrong with you? In fact, you know what? Truck drivers, people driving pickups, or big uh, Ford F-150, uh, 350s or whatever. What, why is it that most of you drive like crap? Why is it you are garbage drivers? I know it's not all of you, but some of you. And so those who, those of you who may be decent drivers, maybe you can explain it to me. Because I am at a loss, folks. I do not, I do not understand what's going on with that. Anyway, where was I? So I'm not, I'm not struggling so much with the fact that she has to move. Oh, red light, red light. Come on, come on, come on. Go, go, go. All right. Um, as much as I'm struggling with the fact that I'm not struggling with it. In other words, I thought I would be more freaked out, stressed out about it, or, or just worried about her or, you know, all these things. We have a great relationship. Everyone's very close. Um, you know, always, t- you know, just, it, it's not like I was, oh man, I can't wait for her to get out of the house. Not at all. In fact, leading up to it, I was feeling pretty weepy and dad-like and all that. But now that she's gone, I'm oddly numb about it. And I don't know what that means. That doesn't mean anything, but well, let's assign some meaning to it. That's what we do, right? We see something's going on and we assign meaning to it. Uh, the meaning I will assign to it is that I'm, that, that she's good, that she's not, there isn't that much to worry about. Oh, that truck too? Really? Hold on. That guy's going to give me a rock chip if I don't be careful. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, you know, we did a good job with her. Like we did the things, we raised her well. She's got 
lot of independence and and inde- independent will and she's got plans and she's not tied down to anything she doesn't have any you know she doesn't have any needy stuff going on she's just ready to go right ready to take life on meet new people experience new things just have the have the next phase of her life get going and I think maybe everybody's including her is comfortable enough with that that it's not an issue like it's not a problem for me to deal with it like I thought it would be and just like my stupid brain works this is how I am about everything I worry more about that than I am about the actual thing I should be worried about in other words I'm more worried about why I'm not worried how dumb is that by the way how completely ridiculously stupid is that um, so that's going on and then to top it off I so this Thursday I go in for my pre-op sort of let's check everything out before we pick a day and do it eye surgery thing so this guy will check my blood pressure do some blood tests he'll do um, you know, he'll numb me up and take a look at my vision again do another glaucoma, not glaucoma, what's the other one, the other test, whatever it is, where they numb your eye and they can kind of poke at it, uh, that happens Thursday, and I'm really nervous about it, and I don't know why I'm nervous about it, it's not even the surgery, it's just another checkup, basically, it's a, it's a checkup with the actual surgeon, but it's, you know, it's not that different, and I got a list of questions I want to ask about risks and post-op questions and long-term vision questions, all kinds of questions for this this surgery and everybody I've talked to says it's super easy it's as easy as LASIK for sure and a lot easier than like getting a wisdom tooth out so it's like just a piece of cake you lay there you do your thing you hold really still and and hopefully you get out of there in one piece and uh, I don't know why I'm nervous about it I don't know I don't know I don't know it's so weird like I had a bad experience back in 2004, I've never, I haven't gotten completely into on the show, I've, I've mentioned it a few times, but I had a bad medical experience with, you know, a lifetime of never taking any kind of medication, and then I go to a doctor, and I tell him I've got headaches that were probably related to job stress at the time, and there were just headaches in the back of my head, and I was just trying to, you know, see if there's anything he could recommend or do, or should I get these checked, should I get it checked, or whatever, he prescribes these pills and tells me to take three of them a day. I said, sure. Didn't check, didn't read up on it, didn't do any kind of research. I just figured he's the doctor, he should know. Not a problem. I'll just take it the way he says to take it. I took those as often as he said. Within two months, I had become dependent on these drugs. Didn't know it until I started becoming tolerant to them and needed an upped dose. Had wicked horrible withdrawals and didn't know why because again I'm being totally naive and stupid uh, I keep taking them thinking well they're not the problem clearly they're, this other thing has just gotten worse whatever it is and finally about three months into it realized what had been going on started looking up information about the class of drug that I was on he had given me something to take three times a day that you're only supposed to take once in a long while like if you're getting on a plane or if you have to get up and speak in front of a huge crowd of people or if you're about to go into surgery or something um, 
the, the pills were called Alprazolam, which is a generic form of what I found out later is Xanax, which is a hardcore prescription narcotic. It's a, it's a, uh, in the benzo family, which is essentially just, you know, they're tranquilizers and they're super hardcore and highly addictive and less about being addictive in that you desire them and more about them being, uh, you becoming dependent on them that you're in just hideous, horrible, you know, pain and having all kinds of horrible symptoms if you're not taking it, if you become dependent. So I had essentially gotten to the stage and I kind of blame myself because honestly, I did no homework, no research. And I, you know, it's ridiculous, but he kind of screwed up too. You don't, I mean, three a day, that's not recommended by anyone except maybe the worst forms of whatever those pills are for. Long story short, I cold turkeyed the minute I figured it out. That turned out to be a mistake <laughs> that I still pay for to this day because uh, you, you really should figure out a way to wean yourself off of those. And that involves, well, mainly it involves a doctor who knows, who understands it, so he can prescribe the proper weaning dosages and things like that. And I didn't know anybody who could do that. Um, oh, look, I can drive. Thanks, buddy. Um, and so that was a mistake. I should have researched that out. But, you know, I wasn't thinking right. I was all jacked up on this stuff. And, uh, again, the most the hardest drug I'd ever taken before this, I'm not kidding about this. I've never even tasted alcohol. I've never done drugs of any sort. The hardest thing I ever had in my system before was like a nitrous when I was at the dentist when I was like 12 and then after that maybe a Tylenol once in a while like that's that's as bad as it ever got for me so I was just like this I felt like a innocent kid in a dangerous place that I just didn't understand was dangerous and I just didn't know I just didn't know and I was an adult so you know again blame on me I'll take full credit for this but as a result of that remarkably terrible run in I went to cold turkey, big mistake, that kind of messed me up, left me with some sort of, uh, you know, some permanent stuff that still creeps in once in a while, mostly kind of chronic headaches, they never really go away, and I never had a headache before this happened, and then I've had them ever since, so I know what caused it, um, occasional dizziness, weird stuff in your extremities, um, bright light sometimes is weird, you know, just stuff, weird, and it's all documented, what they call protracted symptoms, and it happens to a certain percentage of people, no matter what they took or when they took it, but it's a much higher rate of occurrence in people who cold turkey off the stuff, so I screwed up there, but whatever, I was, I wanted to get so far away from that mistake, I, I am not a person who ever gets himself in a position where he's dependent on anything or anyone, to be honest. So I, I just was mad. And that anger pushed me to go cold turkey and I never took it again. And uh, I haven't since then. So I so back to the point, the reason I'm telling you this story is part of my paranoia about the eye surgery is that they, it's mandatory, they give you an intravenous version of that same family of drug. So for the first time in how many years has it been since 04? So eight years, nine years, no, eight years. I will have that in my system again. And it, and it scares me because I don't want, I don't know what that will mean, what that will do. And everything I read and everyone I talk to, and I'll even ask this guy this week again about it says you one dose 
of this plus it's a different kind it's a slower thing it's also a different kind of thing but one dose isn't going to do anything it's not going to send you into you know into into the level of withdrawal symptoms that I had back in the day in fact it probably won't do anything just chill me out and that's fine you can tell me that all you want but that experience was so heinous you guys I can't even tell you my cold turkey withdrawal period was one of the worst things I've ever been through period you know what the worst thing I've ever been through the worst there's nothing that comes close I never had an illness that came close. Nothing comes close to that horrendous year that was 2004 through 5. And you wouldn't know it. That's when I really started kicking things off with with, uh, with frog pants. It looked like I was just going to just keep going, you know, it looked like I was all sunshine, but part of that was me fighting this and filling it with making myself busy with creative work. That's another story for a different day. But, uh... Anyway, uh, and it's funny, I don't regret that period in the sense that I think I really learned a lot from that and it helped inform a lot of, I don't know, a lot of education on my part, a lot of, I don't know, just a lot of, a lot of stuff came from that period and I wouldn't change it. I, I change it for my poor wife and others who had to deal with me during that, but uh, for me it was a, it was kind of a learning experience in the end. I don't want to do it again, but man, rough, rough period, right? Well, who am I kidding? If I could have it taken away, I would. <laughs> I totally would, especially because some of the stuff still hangs around now. And that's what I'm worried about. I want to go in there, have them plunk a needle into my arm and say, all right, count to a hundred or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to be asleep, but I'm going to be sedated. And that sedation is what scares me. It just scares me because I've been there and I know what's, what that stuff is capable of. Um, but who knows, it may actually feel like the greatest thing ever in the history of the world, too. So maybe I should be looking forward to that. But whatever, I'm paranoid about it. Um, so, yeah. So that's coming up. My guess is they'll schedule it within a week or two. And uh, right as I'm about to celebrate my anniversary, I'm going to I'm gonna have a, someone cut my eye open and uh, put a robot in there. <laughs> a little robot eye in fake lens anyway yeah buddy you're in my way so so I have this I have all of this to look forward to and uh, it's just been a little bit crazy getting all the kids back in school and there's a lot going on that Walter White print sold like crazy still selling like crazy I've been packing up 50 prints at night in tubes and shipping them just trying to keep up I uh, didn't expect that <laughs> And I don't get to go to Dragon Con. And I, how could you? I got to pay tuition for the for my daughter. I got to pay for a bunch of other stuff for the other kids. So we're, money is super tight right now. I've got um, this surgery pending. And I've got my 20-year anniversary with Kim coming up. And the same weekend as Dragon Con. So there's no way I was going to go. I wanted to, like a year ago, if you'd asked me. I said, oh, yeah, I'm planning on going. Nope. It's not going to happen. Which saddens me because a lot of my friends will be there and it sounds like it was going to be a good time and I'm sad that I'm not going to be able to be there but um, we shall persevere right? right okay why is this guy moving at no miles per hour that's all I want to know I think I actually want to turn here don't I? I do anyway 
that's all I got for you today. Hope you're having a fantastic week. And um, i got to go to meet a client here in a second. That'll be fun. Oh, get out of my way. There we go. Nobody drives smart. And the, and the valley is, sh- is is covered in like a thin smoke again. I don't know where this... There's got to be another fire somewhere, and I don't know where it is. I haven't heard of one, but it's gross. We need rain or something just to flush this out. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. That'd be great, but uh, time will tell. Dude, four-way stop. This is how it works. You got here before me, so now you can go. There you go. All right, on that note, (laughs) have a great week, and uh, we'll see you on the next diary. Bye.